and welcome to episode six of church girl real world i am your church girl Brittany, and let's get into some things that i want to discuss that are happening in my real world uh in our segment today of a and b selection i wanted to talk about the beloved stella awards uh it was the 36 stella awards this year and it was hosted by Ty Tribbett and Ja'Kaylin Carr. Um, I thought they were okay hosts, you know, nothing to run home and, you know, tell everybody about. Um, but I thought they did a good job. Um, Ja'Kaylin, you know, she's a little, she has an older feel. So it kind of throws me off because she's like a 22-year-old and but like the persona sometimes can come across like she's 65. I get like new school Shirley Caesar type vibes. <laughs> but that's the that's just the vibe. But I mean Ty is Ty. I thought they did a good job hosting. Um this year they had honorees. Uh and one of them was the Clark sisters. They won the James Cleveland Lifetime Achievement Award. And something that I found to be really funny was that they did their own tribute like they they could have literally gotten the girls who played them in their movie which by the way that movie did well the soundtrack for that movie won an award at the Stella Awards at the tail end three of the girls came in to sing but I was like why couldn't they do the whole tribute so it was just kind of weird to see the tri- the clock sisters being honored and then as soon as they got the award stood up and perform for their own tribute. That was really funny to me. Another person who won an award uh, was Tremaine Hawkins, and she won the Aretha Franklin Icon Award. Um, I am a fan of Tremaine. Well, I'm a fan of her album that has What Shall I Do on it and The Potter's House. And those are like the two, or um, it's another song that she has on that album that I really like. I can't think of it. Um, oh Lord, we lift you up. Um, but that album was something was one that was on repeat in my dad's car growing up. So um, it was good to see Tremaine being honored. Although I didn't, if anybody watched the Stella Awards, the hair that she had was not my favorite on her. But you know, that's neither here nor there. That's just my comments and thoughts. But um. There was a tribute. This time, the tribute was done um, by other people. Um, some of my favorites, Tamala Mann, Avery Sunshine, and Yolanda Adams. And those are some heavy hitters in terms of singing, in terms of bringing the spirit into the atmosphere. Although Avery Sunshine is a uh, known R&B artist, She's very churchy, church roots. She played, she's from church and basically um, left the church and started singing her more um, secular stuff. And so, but she's still a church girl at heart. And so just to see them singing Tremaine's songs was really good. Um, They really did a great job. And then good old Shirley Caesar. She won the ambassador Bobby Brown, Bobby, <laughs> not Bobby Brown, <laughs> Bobby Jones Award. Um, wouldn't it be funny? Bobby Brown as an ambassador for the Lord. My God, that would be funny. 
Anywho, she won the Ambassador Bobby Jones Legends Award. And um, she looked attire-wise, she looked good. Oftentimes in past award ceremonies, whether it was the BT Awards, uh, Celebration of Gospel, Shirley's outfit choices are very questionable. Um, I have seen her look like a fairy godmother with the crinoline and the puffy sleeves. And then I saw her with the, you know, the patchy denim vibe when she was quote unquote rapping with Dietrich Haddon talking about talk about me just as much as you please because the more that you talk, I'm going to sell CDs. I guarantee you, Shirley thought she was killing it in that moment. Um, and I think that was a Stella Award moment. And uh, she also, um, of course, Shirley is going to be Shirley. Of course, she did her signature. Well, now what has become her signature, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb. And so, you know, it's funny because she's definitely like the auntie because that moment has, you know, since passed a couple years ago, but she's still holding on to it. And, you know, she is still using it to make her relevant to today's uh, generation. So um, those were the tributes. Then there were some performances, highlights for me. Um, Hezekiah Walker came in with uh, Pastor Mike Jr., who's a new artist. But anything has, y'all already know, I'm already here for. Um, so they sung some of his songs, and that was good to see Hez. Um, Kiki, she did a good job. Um, outfit choice, I wasn't really too sure about. But, you know, her voice is so good. And, you know, she really gives you she really presses in as they say she presses in and really gives you a good um a good moment of worship um maverick city was there uh new artists of course gyra um has become a top hit and everybody enjoys that song but it is definitely a different feel for the stellar awards um it's not your traditional gospel sound and so to see gospel music kind of broadening its um sound and things like that you know you think of like Kurt Franklin bringing a new sound and so Maverick City is bringing a new sound um in this generation in these days and times and so to see them getting um they won a couple of awards as well and so um they are kind of putting a different spin on gospel music these days or a different look and feel of gospel music. Um, still promoting the gospel, the good news, uh, which is what the gospel is, but the sound is definitely different. Um, Tamala, she performed her music. You can never go wrong with a Tamala song because she's going to give it to you. Tamala will sing Mary Had a Little Lamb and will have you lifting your hands because it was the lamb. Um, and so she did a great job, sung some of her new music from her new album that just dropped called Overcomer. Um, and so that was really uh, good to see. Um, Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music, been a fan for a long time. So to see them singing and, and you know, vibing on stage, like I definitely like the song Moving On. That was a, a good vibe. It was a whole vibe. So I really enjoyed their set. And then... The Whitney Houston of gospel, C.C. and she sung her music. And she is, like, ageless, literally ageless, like, no wrinkles. Just voicing so effortlessly. Like, she is so, like, graceful. And um, 
her she 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 brought in a good moment of worship as well so Tamala Kiki and Cece were like moments where definitely like worship went forth and Maverick City for sure uh with Jaira um so that is my review of the Stella Awards um it was it's so thinking of the years past and this Stella Award, you definitely saw there was a difference in the feel of what the Stella Awards was. So typically there is the, um, the like worship atmosphere. There have been moments in the Stella Awards where they just had to go to cut to commercial because worship was going up and they did not want to ruin that moment. You don't see too many of those moments in the Stella Awards anymore. Um, I think some of that is just because of the nature of what award shows have become. Uh, and so it's like you kind of miss it, but you understand it. Just, it's kind of where what things have just kind of become. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, I love gospel music. So the Stella Awards definitely um, highlights those moments for me. And it also introduces me to some new artists that I may not have been aware of. Or, you know, may have known this, like heard the song, but didn't really recognize who the artist was. Like Pastor Mike Jr., he's probably the newest artist for me that I didn't really know about. And, um, you know, so now I'm like going to go and listen to his music. Um, so that is A and B selection for this week's Stella Awards, 36 annual Stella Awards. Um, I'm sure that if you want to go and check it out, you can. Um, but those are just my thoughts and comments on that. So this week's That Will Preach segment is uh, coming to you from the Olympics. I thought to talk about it as an announcement, church announcement, like hot topic. But there are three moments that for me uh, ministered to me, really spoke to me. Um, and I just want to kind of talk about those, those three instances as it relates to the Olympics, which, uh, just wrapped up, um, for sure. The Olympics was full of black girl magic. I mean, head to toe, black boy, joy, head to toe. Um, we were winning and just, I loved to see it. I love to see us uh, thriving and, uh, being great and accomplishing things, breaking records, setting records. Um, so, so many different things to um, recognize and to celebrate. Um, there was a moment for HBCUs and there was moments for mother and sons, all black. So it was a really good Olympics, a historic Olympics for sure. Um, one of the moments that I want to talk about that was definitely all in the news, of course, was Simone Biles. Um, her taking a step back, choosing her mental health over herself. I mean, over, um, you know, what everybody else wanted to do was something that spoke to me. Um, and it was just a reminder for us to honor our feelings, uh, honor where we are and not feel pressured uh, by others to fold or to do something when we know within ourselves that we aren't at a place to be able to perform at that level. Um, you know, her, had she gone about just trying to please everyone else and just, you know, 
toughing it out and just going. She could have seriously injured or even killed herself with that. And so I just really honored and respected Simone for just honoring her feelings, honoring where she was and knowing herself better than everyone else and saying, this is the decision that I want to make. And I'm, I'm fine with it. And so, you know, also being okay with whatever decision that, that it is that you want to make about your life in that moment. Um, you know, people will try to put things on you and try to force you into a place where it's just not good for you. And if you go continue to go down that route, it will, hinder you more than help you and so for her to just stand in what it what she knew about herself she was the only one that could tell us you know that just her head wasn't really in the game like it needed to be like so for her to just be firm in that um I I certainly commend her for that and then too I think about how in her deciding to step back it gave other people the opportunity who may not have had the opportunity at all so just knowing how you know you honoring what you're supposed to be doing you being um intentional and being uh, I guess obedient to what your body what the Holy Spirit what those things are telling you you doing what you're supposed to do opens opportunities for other people and it's all a part of the plan, but you have to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Even if it, even if it looks, you know, like you aren't like you're making the wrong decision, it's still the right decision because it still offers some other people opportunities to get some spotlight that they never thought they would get. So, um, definitely, um, Simone Bow situation was certainly something that spoke to me just in terms of dealing with, Um, you know, your mental health and how that can impact everything else and how you have to be okay with saying no, be okay with saying I'm good, be okay with allowing what some may perceive to be the, you know, the gold medal moment and being like, I'm not in a place to be able to properly do this. And so, um, Kudos to Simone Biles. I I certainly admire her for that. The next person um, or the next situation, an Olympian whose story like really uh, blessed me or as as they say, like the situation would preach would be um, Allison Felix. She is certainly the epitome of your setback is only your setup for your comeback. And, you know, we have talked about, you know, she's been talked about so much um, in this Olympic season um, because, as most know, um, she had a deal from Nike and then she got pregnant. And then as a result of her becoming pregnant, Nike withdrew the contract and you know, what that was devastating to her. That was certainly a setback or what she perceived to be a setback at the time. Um, but being committed to who she was and her and who she was, she gave birth to a healthy little girl and then came back to uh, to train and came back to the Olympics and is now the most decorated track and field Olympian in history. Um, And she has not only 
started her own shoe line. She also has now become an advocate for black women and maternal health and things of that nature. And so the setback that looked like something that, you know, could have, could have just put her in a place where she didn't want to move forward, didn't want to do anything. She decided to keep going. She decided to still press forward. She decided to still keep her ultimate goal in mind, which was to return to the Olympics. And as a result, she was then able to come back with even more than what she thought she had lost with that setback of her losing that, losing that contract. And so, um, let her, uh, her experience be an example to you that just because the situation looks like it is hard, just because the uh, circumstances don't look favorable, it doesn't mean that it won't still work out in your favor. Um, and so I just encourage you all with the testimony of Alex, Allison Felix, um, that your setback is not something negative. It is simply rerouting you. It is simply refocusing you, allowing you to adjust your perspective um, and allowing you to look at things from a different perspective. Open your your eyes to things that you may have never considered and make room for other opportunities to be presented for you to be able to come back in a way, way bigger than what you ever thought. So thank you, Allison Felix, for being the example of your setback is only a setup for your comeback. So that was the second Olympian that really whose story really blessed me. And then the third one was one that was talked about, but I felt like didn't get as much shine as it should have. Um, it certainly was one that really stood out to me and really, uh, as they, it just blessed me to, to see was, uh, Safan Hassan who won the 1500 meter, um, on the last round, she fell, and it was we call it this, it was the qualification round. And on the last lap, she fell, but then she still ended up coming in first place. So, imagine you running, running, you're doing good, and somebody stumbles in front of you and you fall. You don't stumble, you hit the ground, and then you get back up. I mean, you think of the the pace that you're going, the direction, the momentum, all of that. You're you're doing good, and something trips you up, and you fall, and you stumble. And instead of just taking defeat as your final destination, you get up, and you run, and you pace yourself, and you increase your pace to the extent that you end up coming in first place from last place to first place on the last lap. I mean, that just, that just blessed me. Um, and it, it reminds me of the Bible verse. Um, well, it reminds me of Hebrew tw- Hebrews 12, which talks about uh, running the race that is set before you and to run that race with endurance and to run it even when you face challenges. 
Um, it talks about setting off every weight um, so that you can run the race. And so she ran the race even after falling, even after stumbling. Um, she didn't stay there. She didn't allow the circumstances to hold her there. She didn't give up hope. She didn't just get back up and just barely tried to run. She came all the way back to first place. I mean, I think that's the part that blows my mind because when you're running, you are already, you're keeping a pace. You're already at this pace. And then you have to basically like regain where you were and then catch up, not only regain your speed, but then do a little extra to, to surpass all of those people to still come in first place. And so, I just want to encourage someone to run the race, run the race that you're given. Know that that race is not going to be a flat plane. There will be hurdles. And one of the, um, not the one that Safan run, but in one of the track uh, events, you have to basically run, jump over the hurdle into a puddle of water and keep running. I can't think of the name of that event, but it is so symbolic of life. You're going to run. You're going to fall. There's going to be puddles. There's going to be times where you get messy. There's going to be times when you um, hit the ground and it completely throws you off of your race. But do not allow that to be what stops you from moving forward because there's a gold medal in view. There's a gold medal that you can still attain. Um, and there, and, and in life, um, we run into things that just, we don't really, we can't, we just never expected. We're just running. We're just living our life, doing what we're doing. And something comes and knocks us down and it's easy to just stay down. It's easy to wallow there, but it takes a certain level of endurance a certain level of knowing who you are a level of knowing the gifts that are in you and pushing beyond what your current circumstances are to still run the race that's given to you uh, in that Hebrews 12 reference it's talking about how even Christ endured the he endured the cross so he run his race he was doing he is doing what he is supposed to do here and in his race he had to endure the heaviness, the weight, the pain of the cross, the agony of the cross. And he did it because he knew that there was going to be victory, glory, uh, reward beyond that moment of failure uh, or that moment of hard, um, a, a hard place. And so I encourage you to run the race that is set before you live the life that you're called to live walk in the call that has been placed on your life. Um, and that call can just be who you are. You are called to be um, a impact in this world one way or another. And I encourage you to just stay the course, even when it gets hard, even when life throws you some, whew, some curveballs, um, even when there are things set up to make you stumble and fall you still can get back up. You still can continue the race and you can still win. Um, and, and not just bronze, not silver, but gold, like to know that there is still opportunity 
to win what was already yours. You ran the laps in first place in a place where you knew like, okay, if I just stay here, I'm going to be able to secure the, secure the race. If I keep the focus um, and you stumble and fall, but you can get back up. So keep running, endure what you have to endure. Be reminded that you are not alone in having to endure these things that life is going to uh, throw you some things in life where you're going to have to endure. But in that enduring allows you to build up who you are, allows you to build your faith, allows you to keep running um, and use Christ as your example. He did not give up. He endured his race even unto the cross, knowing that there was going to be glory beyond that moment of pain, that moment of discomfort. Um, And so run through the pain, run through the discomfort, endure what you're doing right now, knowing that this is preparing you and building you up to be able to um, not only win the goal, but appreciate the medal that you're given. Um, And so I encourage the Olympian in you, whether um, you are doing the floor routine of gymnastics or you are running a race in track and field, um, lifting weights and weightlifting, playing basketball, volleyball, whatever your event is in your life. Um, I encourage you to be reminded that the training is preparing you for what's to come and that you our call for the event um, and that event could be whatever it is that is in your life, whatever you're calling, whatever you feel called to do, whatever the vision is that you have um, know that you're, you're prepared for it and that you are an Olympian and that you have what you need to be able to uh, reach the goal and win the gold. So I hope you guys um, find encouragement, a moment to laugh uh, in today's episode Um, be sure to like, follow, um, there's some more coming on social media and check out the website. If you have a, um, letter that you would like to submit for us to be able to talk about, um, please do that, uh, at the website, you'll be able to submit any type of letter or question or any topic that you would like to discuss. We are, we are open to that as well. So thank you guys for listening. And I look forward to talking with you on the next episode.